The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Gas prices have been going up a lot lately, and they'll probably continue to. KUCI offers a few tips to help curb this burden. First, if you live close to your school or work, consider riding a bike. It's healthier for you and for the environment, and it can actually be a lot of fun. If that won't work for you, we recommend that you make sure your vehicle is as empty as possible. In other words, don't keep junk in your trunk. Any unnecessary weight can have a huge impact on your mileage over the long run. So considering the skyrocketing cost of gas, it's a great time to break the four-wheel habit. You'll get great exercise, increase your energy, and elevate your overall mood. Plus, it's great for the environment. And you'll never have to worry about getting stuck in traffic again and have a great parking spot. I wish I was in school. I wish I was in school. I wish I was in school. Summer isn't fun when you're hungry. If only I had a big test today. Or a book report to give. Give me a math quiz. Give me some homework. If your child relies on free school lunches, we can help provide them with free meals this summer. I'll stay after class. I'll clean the chalkboard. I'll keep my desk grill clean. So they can stop worrying about food and start focusing on fun. I'll do extra homework. I'll clean the class pet's cage. I'll skip recess. I wish I was in school. I wish I was in school. School might end but free lunches don't have to. Find your local Feeding America food bank for help. Together, we're Feeding America. To find your local Feeding America food bank, visit feedingamerica.org slash summer meals. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Right, so you're listening to Get the Funk Out, and I'm going to bring Tuska on the line. Good morning, Tuska. How are you? Good morning. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so glad you could call in again. I had you on a couple weeks ago, and we didn't get to touch on some good, healthy ideas, eating clean for the new year. And I thought maybe we could, if you have some suggestions, you know, people always come up with these lists of resolutions. And where's a good place to start for the new year? Wow. <laughs> I know. Big question. Well, I almost think the good place to start isn't really necessarily with food because I think what we need to do is sit down and ask ourselves, what do we want? What do we want to change? I mean, what do mm-hmm. we really want from ourselves that should be different, improved, heightened in some way, altered in some way that we haven't been doing? And for some of that, just for, uh, for some of us, that's just a little extra mindfulness, like, where, where am I spending my time yes. eating? Am I sitting on the couch? Am I spending too much time focused on you know, getting out the door and not enough time on having, say, breakfast in the morning? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it's just a little bit of a lifestyle assessment. And that's why I talk very much about this idea of, of a dive inward in my newest book, which is coming out tomorrow. I'm so excited. Oh, congratulations. And, and this helps people, I believe, really understand 
what it is that is uh, perhaps adding some stress to their life regarding eating, diet, health, weight management, and so on. Like the other day I sat and had a conversation with some friends, and we were having a discussion about how to get a snack in us because we're always in a rush. I'm on the job. I, I can't even... You know, you can't even yes. take time to go and get something for yourself unless it's out of a vending machine, in which case it might be something that's just not going to be healthy. Sure. And uh-huh. I said, well, look, this is what I do. I, every morning, will boil four or five hard-boiled eggs. Mm-hmm. I will have my apples. I will have my bag of raw, unsalted cashews or nuts or a mixture of them. And that's kind of what my staple is during the day. When I need a snack, I'm reaching for those things because they're easy, they're portable, they're pretty obvious what they are, yes. and there's never any doubt that you have them with you. So snacking, idea. for example, it, that's, that's highly portable stuff. Another place where I find the dive-in is really necessary is ask yourself, are you even eating breakfast? Ooh, right. Breakfast is something that we often overlook in our haste to get out the door and do all these other things. But the interesting thing about breakfast is it very much sets the tone for the rest of the day, and it will give your metabolism that boost. It's like um, get, gets this cumulative energy <laughs> to get to this roaring, firing furnace where you're burning fat. But most people mistakenly think, oh, I'm going to skip breakfast because, well, number one, I don't have time, and number two, I'll save calories. That's the Big worst. mistake. Yes. You know, Big mistake. They, they call it breakfast but it's break the fast i mean you're you've been fasting all night sleeping break the fast and literally stoke the fire <laughs> how about that yes because this is how you can look at the pot i i always love this idea of using every meal and i eat six a day hmm. as an opportunity it's an opportunity to get more nourishment inside of myself rather than oh i can't be bothered or i don't have time or because all of us need more vitamins, all of us need more minerals, all of us need more fiber, all of us need more hydration. Yes. So these meals that we have each day are opportunities to give that to our bodies. And then we work better, we feel better, Sure, we actually get leaner. Now tell me about this, six meals a day, because I do find myself eating every few hours. Mm-hmm. And um, because, and it's not huge meals, but I, I bring no. my rice cakes with my almond butter and my apples and... I like to not be starving or get low blood sugar. I like to keep myself, you know, fueled and with good food. You're actually so wise. And, you know, for many of us who um, know someone or who actually have this condition themselves, diabetes is becoming rampant. And eating six small meals a day is the way, it's the right way to eat mm-hmm. to keep your blood sugar at a steady level. I was... Um, I'm, I'm sure I was pre-diabetic. I had severe hypoglycemia before I learned to eat clean. And those six meals a day that I eat, built on lean protein and complex carbs together, they wiped out all of my symptoms. I used to pass out. I used to get spacey, cranky, headachy, sweaty, jittery. Um, it's a horrible experience. But when you eat this way and you know your body well, you realize, wow, I'm really responding to eating so regularly. And I'm glad that you said the rice cake and the apple and the nut butter. Now Mm -hmm. there's the magic because the body reads the apple and the rice cake as sugar. 
even though it's not sugar in refined form pouring off of a spoon, the body reads these and processes them as sugar. But the fat and the protein in the nut butter helps to slow down the release of glucose in the blood, and it's the perfect system. That's how we should think about each meal, this beautiful combination of this lean protein, complex carbohydrate, a little bit of fat, Mm -hmm. perfect. That's very interesting, and I... I, I mean, I never used to eat like this. I used to eat a lot of junk food, but I, it's almost like we're a chemistry experiment and you figure out what the right combo of things. And, and I do have oatmeal early, early in the morning, but then I complement it with other things. And I find I'm never starving and I always have energy. This, to me, is the, is the only way to prevent those, you know, swinging off of <laughs> the terrible uh, demonic urge to eat sugar is when we know we can reach into our little goodie bag of apples, nuts, seeds, boiled eggs, whatever it is that you carry with you so that you don't get to the point of starvation. Because I don't know about you, but whenever I've been absolutely ravishing oh. and starvingly hungry, Forget it. I should say ravenous, yes. <laughs> um, I eat anything. I don't question what I'm eating. That's right. That's right. Get out of my way. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look out. I'm hangry. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh, so what are some, you know, ideas for, for instance, uh, for breakfast, you know, people to get started with breakfast? Okay. So um, I'll, I'm going to think about my own breakfast uh, in the last couple of days. And, and I have had some severe <laughs> limitations because we, like many people in Ontario, were, were severely uh, hit by the ice storm. I heard you didn't have power for six days? Yeah, I was without power actually for seven days. No water, no heat, no hydro. <laughs> it was quite a challenge. And so short of having uh, meals with various family members, I could still make my breakfast at home because I had a gas stove. So I could light the stove and I could make eggs. And what I often do is I'll put one or two free-range eggs um, easy over on top of a bed of steamed greens. And oh. particularly in the winter, I love the rapinis and the, um, the collard greens and kale, spinach, arugula. Um, oh, and I'll just, I'll just do a, couple of, a few cups of greens, steam them lightly, put the eggs on top, and that's my breakfast, and I adore it. Yum. Because I've sort of given up this idea of having traditional breakfast. What's a traditional breakfast? You know, bacon, ham, sausages, toast, Bagels. pastry. Yeah. Mm, there it is. Yes. And again, I'm looking at my breakfast as this amazing opportunity to eat something nourishing, add some more greens to my diet, and it, I, I love it. This morning I used my Vitamix and made a smoothie because I had a, a big circuit workout. I felt really good, and I wanted to put lots of nutrients in fast, so I blended up. I had to use up some of the fruit that was in my freezer that was melted. Sure. <laughs> so I used up some fruit, and I put some um, coconut milk in there, and some protein, because I wanted to add some extra protein, some greens. I always add greens to help keep the acidity in my blood down. And I just, you know, I whiz up that combination, and it's delicious. That sounds great. Yeah. And um, you must have a very, very healthy immune system. I hope so. I do find that when I'm around people who, uh, especially little kids who are often just hotbeds of of germs and so on, I find that I do manage to keep myself pretty healthy. That's good. And even as I'm speaking to you on the phone, my, my little mix of tea that I have, I use echinacea and throat coat. Oh, I love that. And I put always just a little bit of honey because honey is such a beautiful, nutritious food that's a perfect sweet alternative. 
and it has all this, this nutrition in it. In fact, honey was often used as a sterile dressing for wounded soldiers when we didn't have uh, penicillin. Because of its antibacterial properties? Exactly. Oh, exactly. Interesting. Interesting. And there's an old saying that goes, and I practice this, wherever you travel to, get a hold of some local honey and have a teaspoon a day just to confer the immunity to the local organisms to your body. And I do practice it because I love that idea. That's great. Mm-hmm. You know, I started drinking uh, throat coat and echinacea a while ago, and now I finally got my uh, kids hooked on it, and it does make you feel good. Really Oh, good. I love it. I have a special guest joining me, and uh, she's got a couple questions that uh, she wants to ask you. This is Ella. <laughs> Hi, good Ella. Morning. Say good morning. Good morning. Here. Nice to meet you. You sound like you are a young lady. Yeah, she's 11. Hi. Okay, go ahead. You want to ask question number two? Okay. What power snack? What power snack do you recommend to eat before a big day? Now, when you say power snack, do you mean as in a meal or as in a quick something that you can eat, let's say, before a workout or before you are going to go out and ski or skate or something like that? Yeah, that one. Okay. So... Always before a workout, the way to think about nourishing yourself or preparing your body is, I'm going to need some really quick, accessible energy to have plenty of it to get myself through the next hour, whether I'm skating, whether I'm skiing down a hill, whether I'm swimming, whether I'm going for a run. And the way to do that is 30 minutes before you do that activity, have something that digests pretty quickly, like a banana which has tons of sugar. It's one of the sweetest fruits we have. It also has some nice carbohydrates to give you endurance. And then a couple of tablespoons of plain, and I like the full-fat yogurt. And, and again, that just helps to give you a nice, steady release of uh, energy into the blood. Um, and you don't want to eat that banana um, too quickly before the workout because it'll feel like cement. I did that once. I went for a run, <laughs> and this was in Texas. I was at a hotel, and, and we were preparing for my, my half marathon, the first one I ever did, and I ate a banana, like I think, five minutes before the run, and it was like cement. It was just awful. Oh, that's awful. But a good 15 minutes before, and you're, and you're all set to go. You have loads of energy. And I also always say to people, don't experiment too much with you know, crazy ways of nourishing yourself before a big event because sometimes you can have a negative effect like diarrhea or, you know, cramping or feeling sick. Right. So really stick to the simple, like, I know that's yogurt, half a banana, perfect. Sounds good. All right, did you have another question yeah. you want to ask? What foods relax you before you go to bed? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a great question. And one problem that we as North Americans seem to have is, is a lot of issues falling asleep. So one of the things that I think is very helpful is um, along the lines of the echinacea teas and the throat coat teas, there is a tea called Nighty Night, which I like, which helps me relax. There's also a supplement called Calm, which is a, a combination of calcium and magnesium. And I will sometimes just put a little teaspoon of that into a glass of water and sip it before I go to bed. I turn off all technology, cell phones, computers, everything. I turn it all off at least an hour before I go to bed and just read or think or write, but I try not to stimulate my mind too much. And then um, another thing you can do is um, buy unrefined sea salt. I don't know if you already use that. And 
just, it has so many wonderful minerals in it, 92 elements and minerals in unrefined sea salt. And you just wet your finger and place it in the salt and put it on your tongue and let it help you relax. Really? It's really good for your adrenal glands, and it's really good for helping you relax and sleep. I don't really know why, but (laughs) it's that really good combination of nutrients that, that help to make you restful restful that's a really good one i know ella you don't even have a cell phone do you no and she what kind of tea do you drink before you go to bed it's called nighty night yeah she loves nighty night and so that that helps quite a lot too i do find that with our busy lives and with all this technology that we do have to think about preparing ourselves for bed it's not just a simple let me throw my pajamas on and jump in because you might be all hopped up and excited about something and you need to actually relax and put yourself into the possibility of sleep. <laughs> That's so true. Did you want to ask another question? I, oh, you've got one written down here. Do you want me to ask it for you? you want to, here, you can ask. <laughs> All right. Uh, her question is, whoops, we lost our paper. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Ella, by the way, thanks for joining us. Uh, what foods help you feel better when you're sick? So that, that's a question of, Rebuilding yourself uh, after you've had an illness, mm-hmm. I think. Is mm-hmm. that what you're asking? Absolutely, yes. Is okay. that the one, Ella? Yes. Okay. So again, it's looking for every opportunity to replace or introduce nutrition into the body. The immune system does need a lot in the way of nutrients, especially fat-soluble vitamins, A, D, E, and K. So they're... It's not just a myth or or an urban legend that chicken noodle soup (laughs) helps you get better. Um, In the process of making, and and I do talk about chicken noodle soup as if it were homemade, so, you know, using bones from um, an organic or pesticide-free chicken Mm -hmm. and um, putting, I always, when I make this, put a little teaspoon of um, apple cider vinegar in to draw more minerals out. It's minerals that we need and zinc and the fat-soluble vitamins and the fat together that help us rebuild our systems. And you need rest, obviously, to go with that, but this would not be the time to eat sugar in any way, shape, or form because it is proven that one teaspoon of sugar will reduce your immune system's capacity by as much as 50% for a good three hours afterwards. Look at that. So sugar is, is death. Sugar is simply something to be avoided, well, all the time in my mind, but particularly when you're trying to get well. You know, I do notice uh, if I let my kids have sh- uh, too much sugar or, you know, they've had a good time, a party, whatever, they do yep. have a weaker immune system and then we have yep. to rebuild it. Absolutely. So yeah. you just, you know, rest and foods that are not too hard to digest, broths, bone, um, bone and mineral-rich broths are superb for that. Um, in fact, that's, often what is used or was used in, in primitive cultures to get people better because you have that combination of, of the fats and the minerals and the, the broth with everything pre-digested, basically. Nice. So it's not too difficult. Eating a heavy meal when you're trying to recover from an illness is a mistake because that's just too much of a demand on the digestive system. And we have one last question Ella wanted to ask you. What is a good recipe for breakfast that is gluten-free and peanut-free? Hmm. Well, luckily, there's so many ways you can go there. I was just explaining how my breakfast is often um, a bed of greens, which I have sautéed lightly in a bit of coconut oil. So when I say sautéed greens, I mean things like um, rapini, um, arugula, spinach, kale, and I mix that all up. 
saute it lightly, and then I will take uh, two eggs, usually um, free-range, mm-hmm. organic, and I will fry those up, not fry them crispy, but uh, so that the yolk is still soft, so easy over, and put those on top of the greens, and that's my breakfast. That's a good breakfast. Um, and that's, there's no peanuts and no gluten, mm-hmm. no toxins. You've got some healthy fat. You've got some complex carbohydrates from the greens, and you've got the protein from the egg white. So it's really a perfect dish. Um, and then another way to go around that is with a smoothie. Um, I, I have one daughter who is um, a very busy girl, and so is her, her fiancé. And they just every morning make a smoothie, and into that they will put their protein, so sometimes it's protein powder, sometimes it's nut butter. They put some healthy fat, whether it's coconut oil or... Um, and so coconut oil would be a great alternative to, say, putting in even a natural nut butter like almond butter. Yes. Because almond butter generally tends to be allergy-free. Mm-hmm. And then you can put your greens in there like spinach or kale, um, an avocado for creaminess, a little more fat, and uh, you whiz it all up in either uh, coconut water or almond milk and... It's, it's beautiful. That sounds good. I actually am a smoothie queen. I have one every morning. I love well, them. Well, there you go. I love them. Tuska, I want to thank you so much. Can you throw out your website again? Yes. Come see me at www.toscareno.com. And again, we're launching my new book, Start Here Diet, tomorrow. I'm so excited about that, and I'm going to be doing a lot of promotions. So keep up, because I'm going to be out there. Wonderful, wonderful. And we want to wish you a Happy New Year. Ella, did you want to oh. wish you a Happy New Year? Happy New Year. <laughs> happy New Year to you, Ella, and Happy New Year to all listening. It's my pleasure to be here with you. Thank you. All right, and I'll talk to you after the New Year. You bet. All right, take Looking care. forward. All right, bye-bye. That was Tuscarino joining us, and uh, you're listening to Get the Funk Out Show. Ella, thank you so much for coming on and uh, asking some great questions. Happy New Year. <laughs> And have a wonderful, happy, healthy New Year, everybody. And I'll see you in January. My show airs every Monday right here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine at 9 a.m. Up next, Sheldon Abbott with Cure for the Blues. Vous qui l'imaginez